Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alfredo Excellence. And with me as always, Alfredo ISD Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes. And it's been a while. We're, uh, we're gonna, if, we, if we seem like we're rushing through things, it's just because there's a lot to get through. It's been a while since we've done this. I think, I don't know if we've done one since spring break. But uh, we're going to try and, uh, and get through a bunch of great things that are happening in Alvarado ISD. And we'll start with just seeing how you've been lately. Everything good? You have a good spring break? and Yeah, it's been it's been a great spring, great spring uh, for Alvarado ISD. It's, once again, we've felt like it's been a historic year with some of the accomplishments, and we continue to see that. So, yeah, it's been great. All right, so we will get started with it seems like every time you look up, there is some kind of an appreciation day for somebody. And – Last week was no different. Uh, we had a National Assistant Principals Week, National Paraprofessionals Day, and then also there is a there's a uh, let's say it's a not really a discussion, but last week there was a school librarians uh, appreciation day. But then on another uh, calendar of appreciation days, I found it's not actually until this Wednesday, the thirteenth. So. Sometime here, and then last week or this week, we also appreciate our school librarians. So uh, it's just a, it seems like we're always appreciating somebody, which is great. Everybody deserves to be appreciated. But uh, specifically last week, uh, we have a great set of assistant principals. I don't know that our principals would tell you they'd want anybody else in those roles that they have, other than who they have now. Uh, National Paraprofessionals Day, uh, same thing with those. You talk to the principals and, you know, educators are important, the teachers are important, but, man, those paraprofessionals – are sometimes the one that kind of do all the behind the scenes things that are making the making everything go uh, behind the scenes that not a whole lot of people see. And then, uh, obviously, school librarian appreciation day. Uh, you can't say enough about our librarians, and especially our district librarian, Miss Crumpton, and everything that she does there at the high school and throughout the district, making sure all the district libraries are are maintained and, and running smoothly. I think you know, in education, like you said, we, we do we appreciate everyone. They do a phenomenal job. I think in education, every organization is very slim in a sense that you don't have a bunch of extra positions. And so right. if there is a role or a position, those people are getting after it because they carry a lot of responsibility. And certainly when we start talking about people that support the inspiring and learn, the inspiring, empowering learning that's going on in the classroom, absolutely vital to everything that goes on. I wish, you know, like you said, we, we want to celebrate everyone. It probably feels like we don't do that enough. Yet it is uh, somewhat sometimes difficult to keep track of of what actual appreciation or what celebration day is uh, is going on in the calendar. And there's there's conflicting calendars. You know, right. we we try to reference several uh, so that we make sure that we do honor those uh, everyone for what they do for our district and especially for our scholars. And one thing that's not on here, but uh, April is also Autism Acceptance Month. It's no longer Autism Awareness Month, but Autism Acceptance Month. And at our March board meeting, we did have our parent-to-parent support group, which is a, a group of Alfred YSD parents that, you know, helped to, to support our autism uh, efforts and our programs. And at the March board meeting, they gave out two awards for their champion of autism. And uh, last year's was not given out. Uh, this year, uh, that went to uh, Dr. Estelle Murr and our police chief, uh, Timothy Payovich. So gave out two this year since they weren't able to last year. And uh, two of the, the best people and hardest working people in Alvarado ISD are Dr. Murr and, and Chief Payovich. They are, they are not a 
eight to five during the week kind of people. They are all over it all over the weekend. Dr. Murr's running everywhere, all over the state almost, uh, checking down our fine arts students. And uh, Chief Pavich, he gets a call at 3 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. He's, he'll be there to answer it and, and take charge of whatever the concern or the issue is. And I uh, cannot think of two better people to receive that award from the parent-to-parent group. I, I completely agree. And it was we're thankful to have – an organization in our community that uh, not only supports our scholars, but they do, they support our educators too. And it's been a, a fantastic avenue, I think, uh, to recognize the efforts of our educators. Just got done talking about Dr. Murray and where she is on the weekends. And on Saturday, the Junior High One Act play uh, had their district competition and placed fourth. Uh, had several kids that won accolades. All star tech crew was Kel Boatwright. And then the all star cast was uh, Eden King. Uh, also receiving honorable mention all-star cast was Abby Jackson, Kaysen White, and Carter Manning. And just another example of our fine arts kids going out and competing at the highest level, did a great job competing against three schools that are, are bigger schools and, and, right. and very, uh, I don't want to say, a history of doing very well in one-act play at the high school level. And so a uh, great job to Miss Goodson and all of her uh, scholars down there at the junior high for going and competing and, and placing fourth at the district level. Yeah, it was a great show, and I think it was a fan favorite. I, I don't know if they'd taken an, an audience vote. There was a lot of school districts that were competing that were in the auditorium during the performance, and they loved it. It was a comedy, which is not always easy to pull off, but our kids did a fantastic job. I locked in for the entire time and very proud that we had a huge group of parents and educators there to support our kids. All right, and last Friday we also had an Indian Friend Reading Day at Lillian Elementary, and this follows our one that was at North uh, back earlier in March. And Indian Friend Reading Day, and just a quick synopsis of it is, you know, getting people in the community into our classrooms at the elementary level and having them read to kids, tell a little bit about what they do in the community. And uh, while it's great for our kids, it also you always hear comments from the community members that come in that they just absolutely love it. Hey, when can I come back? And we've had a lot of new, a lot of first timers this year. You know, uh, Mr. Massey down at the Massey Barbecue came has come a couple times now, and uh, this last time a new little partnership with uh, Texas Health in Mansfield. They sent three people over, and so uh, it's a, a great opportunity to have some community members in our in our classrooms reading to kids and having some different faces in front of our scholars. But also, it's just great to the new partnerships that we're seeing and and more involved with some of our community members that haven't necessarily been involved before and. Uh, it's just a, a great little program for everybody involved. I appreciate We need to celebrate your efforts to get a device group, uh, a, a device, <laughs> <laughs> uh, celebrate your efforts to get a diverse group in the building. Like you said, different community members and business owners and board members and, and then some from the district also. But like, like you mentioned earlier, Chief Payovich has been there mm-hmm. to read to the kids. Uh, we've seen uh, Officer or Sergeant Donovan, you know, reading. But it's just really – you're doing a great job. Appreciate the effort there. And we have one more this year, right? We do. We will be at Elementary South on Friday, May 6th. So if you're listening to this and you're a community member and you want to join in, uh, shoot me an email or a phone call and we'll get you uh, scheduled over at Elementary South. I will tell you that a couple of the community members and business owners stopped me and just said how much they enjoyed it, they, that opportunity to interact with, with our scholars and with our educators. All right, and then we also have the band. This is a little bit of old news. I apologize. Like I said, we're catching up yeah, on a, this, a few <laughs> things. But uh, the band had their UIL competitions here recently, and uh, the junior high bands, uh, both honors and symphonic straight ones, 
uh, earned sweepstakes awards, and um, I wasn't able to go. I know, I know you and uh, Dr. Diaz and Mr. Toon, and I, I know Miss Newcomer was there. Uh, said it was just an outstanding event, and uh, there's a couple of comments made. I think from one of the, the kids from Glenrose helping. We need to have that band come and do a, a clinic, a, a clinic for <laughs> us, and not not realizing that's our junior high honors band. And, right. And so, uh, just a, a great compliments from everybody, from what I understand. Yeah, you know. You, Right now, it's just hard not to be extremely proud of what's going on with our fine arts programs because they, they've they reached a level where when you walk into the building at a competition, you know, we're going to be in the mix with the very best. And right. you see that, but you also see it. Once again, I want to commend our community because I've never seen that many community or parent um, uh, representatives at a competition to support our kids, and it really was fantastic. Then the high school also went the next week, and the honors band at the high school um, blew everybody away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, they continue to, to march this year as a, an honors band year where they take recordings and everything. And I know they finished in the top five last time across the state. And so I know Mr. Dietz is excited, and he's got a couple uh, extra recordings this year just to make sure they, they cover all the bases and, and get a, a really clean and clear uh, recording uh, for that honors band uh, competition. And so uh, no surprise – it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you they used to joke about the Atlanta Braves. They were in the playoffs for every year for about 20 years, and towards the end, you know, nobody was going to the playoff games. Right. Something they were used to, and we'll never get used to this. I don't know that – I mean, maybe at some point in 30 years, but, but the, the goal would be to never get used to this and always appreciate what you have and don't get – don't get used to it. I'm glad you said that about appreciate it. We need to appreciate it. it this it is not this way everywhere. No, <laughs> I, no. Just look at their websites or go look at their social media. It's not it's not this way everywhere. Right. Earlier we talked about appreciating our educators, and uh, next Tuesday against Venus, when the baseball and softball teams are hosting Venus, we will have our educator appreciation night. We usually do this during football season. Didn't this last year because of COVID? I don't think we did the year before either. So we haven't had it in a couple of years. Uh, due to some COVID concerns. So we're like, you know what? We didn't get to do it in the fall. Let's push it to the spring and, and uh, bring in some people to watch some some state-ranked baseball and softball teams. We'll talk about right. that here in a minute too. But uh, come out to the baseball game next Tuesday next Tuesday night against Venus. Uh, we'll be set up out there just outside the front gate, hot dogs and, and food for your kids and family of educators and uh, get a raffle ticket, got some really cool prizes, uh, a couple big TVs and some other cool things. Uh, so make sure and be there, Educator Appreciation, out next Tuesday, April 19th, against Venus. Yeah, if I, I ever have an event and I want someone to go pick out prizes, it's going to be you and Mr. Toon because y'all <laughs> did a fantastic job. And you don't have to buy a ticket or anything. It's just every educator present will get a ticket into the the drawing. And so we hope you come out not only enjoy the Educator Appreciation Night, but stay and watch our, like you said, our state-ranked uh, Indians play. We want you to come out Thursday night to Shack Family Night, our uh, School Health Advisory Committee. I believe that's what it's called, right? Is that, that, I'm, that acronym, I, I, right? I think the C is Council. Uh, I was. Okay. Try, I think. I think that's correct. Right, there you go. School Health Advisory Council uh, Family Night at Charles Head Stadium. That's Thursday the fourteenth from five thirty to eight thirty p.m. and we'll have all kinds of fun stuff there: Chick Fil A dinner, uh, games, get to walk around the track. We'll have uh, some Camp Gladiator. Uh, leaders there, health clinic information, free COVID testing, and everybody's favorite, the inflatable obstacle courses. <laughs> they weren't inflatable last time, so I don't know no, if they'll be participating yeah, this time I, since they're inflatable. But <laughs> I think I will steer clear of that. I think I embarrassed myself enough for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right. it'll be a fun night though and you know they've got the mascots coming out from different organizations and it's going to be a, a great time and, and who doesn't love chick-fil-a so. right and a, and a special shout out to Dr. Nunez and, and her shack uh, council. That's right. Uh, for for putting all that together, they do this every year, and it's just a, a really fun night for every, for the entire community. And then getting to the athletics, uh, baseball uh, closed out the first round of district on Friday with a two to one win over Life, and they currently sit in first place. They're four zero now, uh, sitting first place with a, a a game up on Life and a, a two game uh, lead on Godly. And currently, they have moved up the ranking since I printed this. They are now ranked number 23 in the state. All right. And uh, sitting at 13-4 and four overall. So, a, a great season so far for Coach Vineyard and the Indians. And I uh, look forward to see what they can do as they start the second half of district tomorrow night at Godley. Um, a huge game. And then Big like game, said, yeah. And then like we said, uh, next week against Venus, uh, come watch them and, and support them as they hopefully run to 6-0 and o in district. There you tomorrow go. Tomorrow night's win. <laughs> and then softball. Uh, opened up the second half of district on Friday with a 15-4 to win over life. They're now 4-1 and in district. They had a little slip-up last week with Hillsboro. Happens to everybody. But uh, they are currently, new rankings have not come out yet, but they are currently 23-1 and overall. And as of last week, are ranked number four in the state of Texas. I knew they were ranked. I didn't realize until I was looking last week that they are ranked that high. I mean, think about that. Four in the, fourth in the state. Softball's so competitive. Right. <laughs> And nowadays, it seems like every kid plays softball and highly competitive, individual coaches, everything else. So, proud of our kids. It's always a team effort out there, oh, too. Yeah. You go watch them, and it's, they're, they're fun to watch. And you, like we said, come out next Tuesday. And the one thing you'll notice about the, the softball team is there's not a whole lot of four to three, two to one games. The, the girls, the Alvarado Lady Indians, score a bunch of runs. They do. <laughs> they do. They, they, they have, they pound the ball. I know they've scored over 15 runs. I know they scored 15 on Friday. They've scored over 15 runs probably at least 10 times so far this year. They just put runs and runs and runs on you. And uh, it's great to see the Lady Indians having a bunch of success. Yeah, I bet I bet there's some record that's been broken on runs scored in a season. I mean, like oh, you I'm said, sure. it's <laughs> it's it's been insane. And <clears throat> you know they run the bases well. They you know they're aggressive. It's, like I said, they're fun to watch. And the baseball team is too. We we've got a talented group, but what I what I enjoy is that yeah, there's really a team. I mean, it's a team thing. You know, right. uh, some some softball teams they've got a pitcher and then nothing else. But uh, we got a great kit, uh, pitcher, but then everybody behind her uh, does a fantastic job. So, and then golf they had their district tournament a couple weeks ago, and Chandler Clay uh, was the the top individual medalist, meaning take away all the take away the teams that advanced the regional, and she was the the best player, the top player off the team's not going to the regional uh, tournament. And so uh, she advanced to the regional meet, and that is in two weeks at Van Zandt Country Club in Denton. I'm sorry, in Canton. Canton. Sorry, I just glanced down to read real quick, and the, I saw the Inton, and I just <laughs> forgot the CA there on top, so in Canton. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that next week. Uh, starting today, actually, the track team is having their district meet today and Wednesday, and that is at Heritage High School in Midlothian. I know they'd love to see if you can find a way to get out there between all the rain and the storms the next couple days. And then tennis today is the start of the regional tournament. Today and tomorrow at Longview High School, uh, Mia Brown and Stephen Meyer are competing in mixed doubles. And then Marshall Gentry, Jackson Meyer, Ryan Murray, and Joshua Wall are all competing in boys' doubles. Yeah, I got a text from a, a college roommate that's a tennis coach, and his team is out there at the yeah. regional tournament. And he uh, texted me and said, we just voted 
the number one boys team into the third seed in the tournament. So oh, wow. it's great that we're holding down the third seed Heck out yeah. there. That's awesome. And then another kind of catch up from not having done this in a while. Uh, soccer season has come to an end. The boys had a, a fantastic season. Uh, had a drew a, a tough first round game against Carter Riverside and lost that game out of Fort Worth. And then the girls, you know, we talked about a record setting year, especially on the girls side. You know, the the uh, girls basketball team won the first playoff game in thirty years. Right. And then girls soccer advanced to the third round for the first time in twenty years uh, before falling to Argyle. And so just a just a continuing theme of, of record setting. Uh, for this, uh, these these kids that are at the high school right now, and especially on the girls' side, as they continue to to compete at the highest level and and make a name for themselves across the state of Texas. But uh, girls' soccer went three rounds deep. I won a second second round game against Gainesville. Gainesville that was very thrilling. A, right, a shootout win where uh, our goalie, who was a manager at the beginning of the year and still kind of serves the manager's role, uh, made a save on the first penalty kick, and that proved to be the difference as the girls won the shootout five to four. All right, then we also have our bond election, just in case you have forgotten. <laughs> we do have a bond election coming up on May 7th, and we have a lot of uh, uh, some mailers that are going out. A lot of information that will be coming out soon about it. There's a, we've already had a lot of information out, but we'll have more coming out soon. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you can contact anybody at the administration building. It doesn't have to be Dr. Essence. It doesn't have to be me. Anybody up here can either answer the question or point you in the right direction. Before you even get that far, if you need if you need it, alvaredoisdbond.net. Uh, I hope everything gets answered there if you can go visit there. And if not, there's a little place on there where you can ask a question and, and get it answered. And so uh, alvaredoisdbond.net, uh, early voting is coming up quick, just a couple weeks away, and then the actual voting day uh, will be May 7th here at the administration building. One of our concerns from the beginning on the bond is that we would uh, – based on a survey that we did in the fall is it seemed like a lot of people didn't know the facts about the school district, right. maybe on the financial side, on, on past bonds, things like that. So we really have tried extremely hard to get uh, to communicate, to educate our community. Uh, we can't tell anybody how to vote, but we certainly want them to be educated when they do go and vote and cast, cast their votes. So, uh, you know, p- people from the, around the district have asked me, what can we do to help? And direct people to the to bond website, like Mr. Brown said, ask questions, but also make make sure they go vote. You know, I'm not saying which way to vote, but make sure they go vote. Right. Definitely. We don't, like I said, we don't care how you vote, just make sure you vote. Right. But before you vote, make sure you're educated. <laughs> All right. And then also we have our calendar this week, which is not, it's not a terribly uh, crazy calendar. Uh, today we have our district track meet at Heritage High School, and then we also have regional tennis at Longview High School. Tomorrow, kind of a slow day, just softball and baseball at Godley. Hopefully they get to play. There's some storms that are supposed to be coming in, but right. uh, hopefully they'll get to play. And Wednesday, we have the second day of the district track meet, and that is at Heritage High School. And then Thursday, we have Shack Family Night at uh, Charles Head Stadium that we discussed earlier, and then also baseball. Had games at Castleberry that were supposed to be played Friday. Those have been moved to Thursday evening now. So those will be happening. And then Friday, holiday, Good Friday. Uh, nothing happening, and then Saturday we have our JROTC military ball, and just a spring gets a little crazy. We all know that, but it's a good kind of crazy. It's a crazy we don't mind having in our lives sometimes. And uh, so, uh, if you have anything 
anything interests you, go out, support the Indians, support the Lady Indians in whatever they're doing, whether it's fine arts, athletics, uh, just supporting our kids in the classroom, however you can do that, coming in reading, all those type of things. So uh, anything else you want to end with? You know, we held a big FFA event, uh, and I, I meant to tell you, you know, hey, we need to include that in on our on our uh, podcast, but maybe we can do that next week yeah, and we talk a little bit that. about that. But I know they're going to competition soon too, or they're participating in competition. So like you said, the springtime is always – it just it really is. It's a, like a fever pace. I mean right. – uh, uh, we got lots going on all around the district. A lot of great things going on around the district. All right, well, very good. And uh, I think I've done this the last couple times, but we will be back next week. Okay, we're <laughs> we're not going to wait. We're not going to wait a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, and until next week, hashtag Alvarado Excellence.